Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Block Talk Radio. Block Talk Radio. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. I want to thank the audience for joining us today. We are recording on YouTube live right now, and we're also broadcasting on Blog Talk Radio. Today we're going to be discussing Israel, the history of Israel. We're going to be discussing a couple of different websites and topics. I'm going to be joined by a good friend of mine and activist from Rochester, New York. His name is John McGuire. John has a passion for Israel, um, Zionism, um, talking about this with different people. So, um, without any further ado, I am going to. Uh, we're going to have my buddy John join us here in one second. I'm just going to get him to. All right. I just want to welcome uh, you, John McGuire. How are you today? I'm great. How are you, Daniel? Oh, I'm doing good, man. Um, so uh, today we're going to be talking and discussing Israel. And I guess um, you wanted to speak about a, a certain website here today, right? Yeah, it's the one I uh, have written down and typed in Facebook more times than I know because it's so so well put together. It's called ifamericansnew.org. Ifamericansnew.org. What okay. every American know about Israel slash Palestine. And uh, and on the home page, you have very simple bar graphs. Very easy. Very easy to understand that the media, right and left, is lying to us. First bar graph, Israel and Palestinian children killed September 29, 2000 to present. And you've got 133 Israeli children, 2,060 Palestinian children. So there's a, you know, there's a, there's a big, like, Twin Towers building, and then there's, like, Building 7 down below, right? So that's what the bar graph looks like. No, no kidding. Uh, huge huge discrepancy and that's and then so then it goes on and there's Israelis total Israelis and total Palestinians killed uh, and you can see uh, maybe it's a little higher I mean it's a it's a little bit less of a discrepancy because the Israelis are really going after Palestinian children I can't emphasize this enough they are doing genocide and this is the big thing that we're not being told like people talk about apartheid and that's true, of course, but that's nothing compared to the genocide. And so we don't know the half of it when it comes to Israel-Palestine. And this website tells you the whole of it. So couldn't recommend it strongly enough. So, John, um, let's get a little background on yourself. Um, how did you first 
come into learning about this? What made you interested in this type of information that um, that got you interested in Israel and the Palestinians and what's going on in the Middle East conflict? Give us a little bit of a background on yourself. Um, you know, what kind of education and schooling have you been through? And um, as far as you know, what have you researched uh, that has brought you to the conclusion of what's happening right now? Well, that no formal education on it. Really, I just spend an unhealthy amount of time on Facebook. Um, and also, when I realized that our country is putting more money into Israel than any other country in the world, I decided I need to become educated about it. And mind you, this is a country, this is the 33rd richest country in the world. They don't need it. Um, and they don't need it for defense, but they are using it to invade. And so, um, and that's when I started to realize, all right, I've been blind long enough. It's that simple. We're, again, we're pouring more money into Israel than into any other country. That's, that's the point that I... I realized I knew way too little. So. Interesting. Now, as far as your background goes, um, you know, um, what what is your background as far as um, you know, your education? Um, you know, where'd you, what you'd learn? I mean, as far as did you did you have any college or anything like that? As far as that has prepared you to do some research and finding out the truth um, about this kind of stuff. Yeah, I went to a college seminary, and I've gone back to community college recently, and uh, I ran into some people with uh, KUFI, or KUFI, depending how you pronounce it, C-U-F-I, it's Christians United for Israel. Um, and there was also a very strong Islamic presence at, uh, at MTC, Monroe Community College. Uh, and, um, and I... Uh, I guess that I talked, I had a nice long talk with very nice people uh, who were with Kufi. Uh, I was surprised how nice they were. Um, it was very pleasant. Um, they were very, uh, not even just diplomatic, they were very nice people. Um, but also I learned a lot of things from what they said. Like I had never wor heard the word apartheid before. They said these people try to say that we have apartheid, and that's just not true. So I said, well... You're the first person who's told me about it. Then I look into it, and it's like providence. It's like, oh, my goodness. You know, as nice as these people are, there's so much money funding the brainwashing in the colleges that, I mean, I have no doubt those people had goodwill, but at the same time, they had a lot of money backing them. And that's the other shocker. Um and so I had to think clearly, you know, get the money thing out of the, you know, not to factor that in and to look clearly at what it is. And I could see clearly that apartheid was the least of their crimes, that really what we're talking about is genocide. And when I say that, what I mean is that the number one cause of Palestinian children deaths is gunshot to the head, point blank. And so this is not, this is not collateral damage. This is evil. This is genocide. And we're funny. Now, can you tell us uh, where did you find that information out? Um, 
that actually the Palestinian children are being killed by gunshots to the head. Absolutely. Allison Weir um, is getting a book tour on her book, Against Our Better Judgment. Uh, you know, she did a video, uh, or she did a talk, it was recorded and put up on YouTube, called um, How the U.S. Was Used to Create Israel. She has traveled there, she's researched it, and um, this is the data that she has found. So I would refer you to her sources on that, but she's extremely reputable. Did you actually get a chance to read her book? I've not found her book yet. Well, you can order it. Yeah. Um, no, I haven't. I haven't. You know what? I've I've been I've spent so much time uh, checking the sources that she cites on her video, and also the sources cited by another uh, gentleman, uh, a Catholic gentleman, or maybe he's a rad trad Catholic gentleman in Ohio, uh, Jim. Uh, let me see. Anyways, I've been I've been um, just kind of just kind of following the rabbit hole more than uh, more than trying to you know get through prose you know paragraphs, but uh, you know at some point I hope to. I'm just basically what I have now is an outline of notes uh, and mostly it's book titles and then like the main idea, and so uh, a few of them are even mainstream you know establishment books, but. Uh, so as far as her source on that, I, I can't give you uh, can't give you that. But uh, let's just say I know she knows. I can gotcha. I can, right now I'm on. Right now I'm on the website ifamericanew.org. Um, if we're on this site and there's a lot of things to click on, what would be your uh, advice as far as finding information on this site. I see that there's there's an overview page, children, deaths, injuries, U.S. taxes, U.N. resolutions, prisoner, home demolitions, economy, settlements, media analysts, U.S. interests, current situations, history. Um, we have a short time to uh, really go through some of the information uh, with our audience here. Well, what would you um, highlight from this site, if you could, in a little book well, report, I guess? Great question. Let's just start on the main page, um, where it's, it's, by default it's on the statistics tab, and you can see those bar graphs I was talking about. And you can click on right. those. Um, I'm just going gonna, gonna to click right now where it says 133 Israeli children have been killed by Palestinians, in 2060, Palestinian children have been killed by Israelis since September 29, 2000. I'm going to click on uh, click on that link, and I think the one that says children. Name. Pardon? The one that says children. Right. So I click on that on the on either one of the children links. Doesn't matter which one. And then it'll take you to the page where it will document. Each name and date, I believe, still loading for me, but really source. So, and source. So remember, joking. What's that? It says a source. Remember these children. A coalition of groups calling for end ended the killing of children in a fair resolution conflict. View the yep. list of victims. Okay, so we have 527 children at the moment that it mentions. 
Yep. It, it says a child is a person the age of 17 or younger. It was last updated July 21st, 2014. Oh, wow. That's, uh, yeah, can you imagine uh, just in that amount of time, in almost in a year, how many people have died? Yep. And and, and uh, I also, yeah, okay, you know, yeah. That's what I do. I just meditate on this. Honestly, it's so shocking, I still haven't taken it in. Um, also of interest is the zero numbers. If you scroll down back on that main page, the zeros, um, you know, military aid, Palestine, zero, zero dollars, okay? Israel, 8.5 million per day, at least. Um, another zero. Uh, current number of political prisoners and detainees, zero Israelis. 6,200 Palestinians. Right, I see that. Um, demolitions of uh, homes. Zero Israeli homes. 28,000 Syrian homes. So, is this crazy or what? Yeah, it's definitely some very interesting. Now, John, my question for you is this. What would you? What is your suggestion um, after learning and finding out this information? Um, personally, I am. Uh, I, I tend to go with a biblical, a, a biblical Christian perspective um, of of supporting Israel. I'm not necessarily interested in supporting the military uh, industrial complex. But, you know, the Bible speaks about any nation that divides the land or turns basically turns against Israel, that God will judge those nations. Um, right. God is, God is first here. That's important. But, yes, go yeah. on. So, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of a catch-22. You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. So, but you I know. I speak to uh, that. Yeah, I'd like you. I'd like to hear your perspective on that. My perspective. Thank you. Thank you very much. My perspective is the perspective of Rabbi David Weiss. D o v i d w e i s s. Um, not only his, but of all Torah Jews, as he shows. Um, so if if God is first. And you want God's blessing, and, and and you want to base your position on Israel upon that wish, then you must try to listen to Rabbi David White. Hey, because one, one, hold on, one quick question. I'm going to do a Google search by voice. You say the name, so. And as soon as I say go, just say the name, and we'll see if we can find him. All right. Ready, set, go. It's Rabbi David White. Rabbi David. Oh, hold on. We're going to do this one more time. Okay. Rabbi David. What is it? David White. 
Rabbi Javid White. Yeah, but D isn't David. It's like David with an O. Okay. Yeah, one more. I'm gonna try one more time. Uh, Dwight? Is it Dwight? No, it's Weiss. W e i s s. Wise. Rabbi Javiz Wise. Uh-huh. Here is some information about Avi Wise. Okay. He's an Orthodox or Jained rabbi. He's also a teacher. Um, we're going to just go to Wikipedia and see what it has to say with that. Um, Hebrew Institute of R- Riverdale, is that correct? Hebrew Institute. Yes, that sounds right. Okay. That'll be All right. Beautiful. So, um, now, go ahead and tell us what you believe that he would have said, and you are kind of parallel what he believes. Um, So, the rabbi, um, he points out that um, if you go to, and and, and so you're basing your, again, I want to, I want to, Keep connecting this to what you just said because it's what a lot of Christian Zionists say is that they believe that their, you know, whatever their rationale be it that Jesus was Jewish, which actually he was Galilean, he wasn't from Judea anyway, but whether it's that Jesus was Jewish, you know, he wasn't from the tribe of Judah either, but anyway, um, or whether it's that you know, Bible verse, picking out a Bible verse that says that, you know, I should do this. I really want God's blessing. Okay, whatever. Um, okay, but all of that is is based upon the Torah, right? You know what the Torah is? Uh, yes, the Old the Testament. Torah, the Torah is the is yeah, it's, it's not the whole Old Testament. It's the first five books, which to them is the whole Old Testament. But anyway, um, so that's the law. The Torah is Hebrew for law. Now, um, so that's just so so. Um, so there are Jews who observe the law. You know, they study it, right? They they uh, follow it, okay? Those are called Torah Jews, okay? They're Orthodox Jews, Hasidic Jews, right? Really observant Jews, right? Serious, serious yeah. ones. Not the, not the ones walking around with a yarmulke and a suit, right? We're talking about the guys with the hats, okay? Those guys. Okay. Those guys wouldn't be caught dead with a with a Zionist flag, Israeli flag. Okay? And Rabbi David Weiss helps us understand why. And of course the number one reason why is well because they understand the Torah. Is that making sense? Yes, of course. Okay. You go to these Hasidic neighborhoods, you won't see even the shadow of a of a of a um of a Israeli flag. Alright? Not one. And this is what Rabbi David Weiss, the obvious thing he points out to help us realize it, because not all of us are Jewish, not all of us have seen these neighborhoods. In fact, I know Jewish people haven't seen these neighborhoods either, because if they did, they'd know, okay? Because we have Jews or Zionists, they've been, you know, what, they've been they've been wooed and won right, by this propaganda, right? So, um... That's number one. So if it's really about God, then I would be a lot more trepidatious about Israel, to say the least. And, and
and Rabbi David Weiss, he was a very charitable man, beautiful speaker, and he explained this very beautifully. Um, I never heard a more Jewish man speak, to be honest with you. And I mean that in the good sense, right? Um, so, and, and I don't want to get into the politics too much. We're just talking about facts, right? I, I mean, obviously, everyone who talks about this becomes controversial politically. But we're not wading into that. Just to point out the bare facts that he exposes. He says, no one who's, who's in these institutions, like you mentioned, the one he's in the Hebrew school, um, nobody who's in these is for Israel. Okay, nobody who really is advanced in Hebrew scholarship, in Torah scholarship, um, believes that Israel has one iota of theological legitimacy. Um, and the UN is pointing out that actually they don't have much civil legitimacy. Um, so we're running up against something that's hateful of God and of men. But then if a Jew questions it, then they're self-hating. I don't buy that. I believe that if a Jew questions it, they're not fearing, which is what every true Jew and Christian should be. Make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think um, we could probably do a whole segment just on that um itself in, on Israel and legitis, biblical, you know, legitimacy and, uh, you know, but right now I think we're going to focus on basically what we were talking about here in Palestine. Uh, a lot of people don't understand what's really happening in Palestine. They don't know why there's a, a conflict there. They don't understand why the <coughs> Zionists want the land, what their um, agenda is. Right. You know, Zionism is a whole complex issue in itself. Um, Extremely. Yeah. I, I've been studying Zionism for years now, and I have a pretty good understanding of it, um, and I don't believe that Zionism has anything to do with Yeshua, Jesus, or the Old Testament God. My feeling is that, right, from my studies, I believe Zionism is is not Jewish at all, but it's actually Khazar or Turkish, and the it's a false flag. It's a it's it's basically an organization that's claiming that they're Jews, but they're not really Jews. If you look at the heart of this, these people. Um, the leaders actually worship Lucifer. And we know that Lucifer from the Bible is the fallen one, the fallen angel that basically tries to overthrow uh, Yeshua or God and uh, place himself at the seat of uh, basically the head of the, the governments in the future. They talk about the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, that's a whole complex thing in itself, too, but that's basically boiled down in a nutshell of what my understanding of Zionism is. Um, in the I, history I, have of my, I have in my hands a book by Arthur Kessler. It's called The Fifteenth Tribe. Have you heard of that? Um, say that again? Arthur Kessler, The Thirteenth Tribe. 
Oh, the 13th tribe. No, I have not. It's about the Khazarian Empire. It's the only book about the Khazar Empire that I can find at the library. My uh, library system. And this is a four-county system, so it's pretty amazing that they only have this one book. Um, but he says, uh, right at the end of the book, he talks about um, Israel and, and the implications on Israel from the point of view of knowing the history of the Khazarian Empire, which most people haven't heard of, all these experts. I talked to this one who was kind of the self-appointed experts on how evil, how evil Islam is and how good Israel is, and he never heard of the Khazarian Empire we got at the end of the conversation. So anyway, Arthur Kessler says at the end of the book, uh, this Appendix 4, some implications, Israel and the diaspora, he says, um, in the first place, I am aware of the danger that it may be maliciously interpreted as a denial of the state of Israel's right to exist. But that right is not based on the hypothetical origins of the Jewish people, nor on the mythological covenant of Abraham with God. It is based on international law, i.e., on the United Nations decision in 1947 to partition Palestine, once a Turkish province and a British-mandated territory, into Arab, into an Arab and a Jewish state. And it goes on. Um, but basically, but now, the, that that only legitimacy they had, which was the UN, that's really on thin ice. And only because of the United States being infiltrated by their secret society. I don't know if you've heard of their secret society. Um, I can look that up, too. What is that called? They have a secret society in the same means... Um, Basically, um, um, what's the word? Uh, Pharisees, basically, is what it means. Are you there? Yeah, I'm listening. Okay, I'm hearing background. Sorry. Yeah, we have about four minutes left with the Blog Talk Radio. Um, well, we're going to find the stream real quick. Yeah, that's fine. We're going to continue with our YouTube video and, um, because I find I'm finding this quite interesting, and I believe that our listeners and our viewers are going to feel the same way. So we're going to we're going to hash this out, and we're going to continue um, with this subject, um, especially with the United Nations and Israel and the Zionism and and that whole history. That a lot of people I'm sure they don't have any idea of that plus the international laws that you're talking about. Um, some really good information. I, bu- I believe it's called the Parushim. Parushim. P-A-R-U-S-H-I-M. It's, ca- it's also called the Menorah Society. Um, that, this is the group that's been brainwashing America. They've been infiltrating the intelligentsia here. Hold so on that's a what I'm, I'm going to look that up. Really want to get beneath what's growing up. Menorah Society. Mm-hmm. Hold on, we got a Menorah Society or the Parushim. Hold on one second. Just wait one second. Don't say anything. Menorah Society. Okay. Uh, Jewish Virtual Library. That's what I just came up with. Menorah Association of Menorah Journal. 
the Jewish you origin of the What's that? Uh, sorry. You won't find... Say that again? I was just saying, you won't find Parashim in, in the in the Jewish encyclopedia even, I think. The only results I'm finding are uh, AmericansNew.org is the first result for Parashim, and then other websites. I don't even see any that are even Jewish. Uh, it's really uh, it's really secret. You know, they really keep it under wraps, or have kept it in the whole century. And we're talking even before... We're talking... We're talking back as far as almost like 1910, like almost the whole century. And it's, called the, and it's called the... Oh, shit. All right, so we got about 90 seconds with the uh, blog talk radio. And um, so tell me about this menorah society quickly. So, um, and, and this is also on the same website of org. I mean, like I say... It's great. It's a great website. So the Parashim, a secret episode in American Zionist history. That's the title. You can Google Parashim, P-A-R-U-S-H-I-M. Uh, you'll get this. So not something I've read a lot about yet. But uh, Hey, if I'm on this website, if Americans knew, where would we find this information you're talking about? About the Parashim? Yes. Um, I just Googled it. Uh, it's under, if you click, if you uh, hover under current situation. Okay. You, well, it, it shows that it's under that tab, but I don't click for it. I just yeah, Google a, it. There's a whole bunch of uh, international law, daily life reports, news sources, latest news, resistant international attacks. Peace process, Palestinian. All right, well, hey, John, we're going to say goodbye to our blog talk radio uh, listeners. And goodbye. And do you God have bless. any last things you want to say to them? Uh, well, pray for me that I don't get killed. And yeah. please look look it up for yourselves. Learn for yourselves and decide for yourselves. Amen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so our blog talk uh, show is just, the recording has just ended, but we have probably about 10 minutes left where it will continue to record this um, information. But, um, boy, yeah, this is some really interesting. And, you know, you were telling me about a guy that actually... Uh, was putting this information out, and he had to fake his death a couple of times. Yes, earlier. Yes. Uh, yeah, he, he's a, he's a Jew, even though he's an atheist. His name is um, David. Um, I'm sorry. His name is David Cole. David Cole. Uh, All David right. Cole. Um, has investigated Auschwitz, Auschwitz, Auschwitz as we call it, um, and found that uh, basically what were supposed to be the gas chambers been altered, and there was no residue of post gas. So there are big issues with that story. And this was in the 80s. We've known this since the 80s. 
the lie has sort of dragged on. Interesting. What's that? I'm finding something. It says theguardian.com might have done a thing on him. Hollywood conservative unmasked and notorious Holocaust um, view, basically. Um, he's, is, he, is this guy a professor? He is a investigative journalist, I guess. Uh, indie, independent, very independent-minded guy. Seems to me, I really, uh, I really like him a lot. He's very likable. Because he's, he doesn't he doesn't work for anyone that I know of. I don't know. Um, you have here's a strange history of David Cole. There's been a stranger life tragedy that the Holocaust revisionist David Cole, eight twenty one right. found. Is that the guy? That's the guy. He's a, he's a revisionist, not a denier. Important, just like. Just like John Coleman is not a global warming denier, right? But he's actually so we have to the word denier. We have to sort of you know be careful about right because it doesn't describe half of what we think it does. And he's a good example of that. Right. Okay. So I found um, a website, the Accidental Observer. Mm-hmm. And there's a an interesting article about the Holocaust revisionist. Okay. It says uh, three death threats forced him out of revisionism. He faked his death and then disappeared for over a decade only to reinvent himself on the Hollywood conservative scene as a high-powered GOP mover and shaker. Oh. While he was riding high, the toast of the local Republican establishment with his alcohol-soaked fundraising events where he rubbed shoulders with the likes of Clint Eastwood, John Voight, uh, Ron Chaney, Andrew Breitbart, then the combination of a woman scorned and YouTube's resurrection of old chat show clips did him in. He was ousted in spectacular fashion last year when he turned into a parish by the conservative establishment. He was banned by the Republican Party for life and condemned in more than 200 magazines, newspapers, and websites for his youthful views his GOP friends wanted nothing more to do with his so-called evil Holocaust denier. Right. Interesting. So the, the people that led the charge, the people that led the charge to literally have him called the Jewish Defense League, or JDL.org. Okay. Um, and they're just literally the most out there. Look at the web you can look at the website and just judge for yourself, you know, decide for yourself. They're just they're really really far out people. Um and like I say, there's so much money behind this that you're bound to get a lot of people, especially uh especially cranks, you know, to to just to just go with the motion of opinion 
and not investigate. So that's what we're seeing sure. Heavy, heavy, inv- heavy infiltration by the secret society, and then just a lot of people not thinking and not investigating. It kind of works in tandem, just like we've seen with the Masons, right? Yeah. It looks like he wrote a book called The Republican Party Animal. The bad boy of yeah. Holocaust history blows the lid off of Hollywood's secret right-wing underground. Mm-hmm. Well, Interesting. The, you know, this was put out uh, last July. Interesting. Very interesting um, that you're talking about this. Well, he went to Auschwitz in person, and... Um, he investigated these so-called uh, called gas chambers, and he he asked all of the authorities, and he came up with all these contradictions that we're making, um, and the the hard evidence uh, goes right against everything they're saying. In fact, they contradict themselves. So, um, interesting. Clearly, uh, it, what, what it, what the conclusion is basically that this was carried over. From what the Soviets, the Soviets tell us about the Nazis, and so we carried that over and we didn't and we put it in the history books and the the teachers, the school teachers are all their mouthpieces. But in reality, we've known for sure since the 80s that it's a lie, that the numbers right. are well, exaggerated by a factor of four at least. About four. right. Well, you know anybody that's been following. Um, our work in the anti-Illuminati party or the new anti-New World Order party, basically, if they've done their homework, you know, they understand that the, the Zionists, really uh, Illuminati Zionists, Luciferian occult, control the mainstream media. They're the ones that are writing our history books. So, you know, of course, of course they want to, you know, change history and make it look like something, you know, I'm not saying that the Holocaust didn't happen, but is exactly, is the mainstream view exactly what happened? Well, anybody that believes a mainstream view on anything is pretty much brainwashed. Well, Daniel, Hitler was working together with the Zionists, and there was no agenda to to eliminate Jews. It was to deport them. So what we're told is, is incredibly wrong. Now, not that there weren't deaths in this project, but a lot of them were diseases. And they, they literally, I couldn't believe this until I with my own eyes, but there was a swimming pool. A swimming pool. Like, this was not just a death camp. It wasn't a death camp at all. You know, people died because of disease. But they, well, were trying to, they were trying to get them all to Palestine. That was the plan. And Hitler never, you can never find anything written by Hitler, signed by Hitler that says eradicate all Jews. Uh, that was not that was not the agenda. Which is why you know, the numbers weren't even close to what, what we're told. Some people, if they were listening to this right now, they would probably think you're a Nazi sympathizer. What would you know, say to that? But that's that's the extent to what which we've lied to. I mean, this is the hardest issue of our time. Right. 
What would you say to the people that are, would call you a Nazi sympathizer? I would say that Zion, Zionists are the real Nazi sympathizers, and history bears me out. Um, I would recommend going to YouTube and typing in Jim Condit Jr., um, and he has a two-plus-hour-long presentation about exactly why everything I say is completely true. Completely now, titles, names, and these are people who know. This is no joke. This is not uh, political in any way. This is pe- this is completely scholarly to the hilt. Now, as far as you know, your history and background, where you just mentioned, you know, a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Can you can can you name a couple more sources for people to actually uh, go to? Uh, I know that we're at that one website, ifamericanew.org, but do you know of any other sources that people can look up? I mean, so surrounding this question, there are other questions, right? Surrounding Israel, there's the question of Zionism. There's the question of Zionism's collusion with the Nazis, right? There's, yeah. Uh, there's the question of biblical legitimacy, which we've hopefully at least uh, did an outline of how easy it is to debunk that, right? So, um, I mean, whatever your poison, yeah, we've got it, because it's all false all the way down the line. Now, um, I do have a great playlist that I'll link on this video when we're done. Uh, and and that will hopefully, and I put it in order of like shortest to longest, and it's got all of these things referenced. And so that hopefully gives someone who doesn't have a lot of time at least a taste, because it starts can with you, the shortest. Can, can you go down that list? Can you go down that list quickly for our blog talk radio listeners before this is completely hung up on? I will put. I will get to that playlist as quickly as I can. Yeah, that um, would be the great. Thing is, the first item on it I remember is ISIS, how ISIS actually originally stood for Israel, in the 90s stood for Israeli Secret Intelligence Service. Um, the second video is about Ted Cruz telling, trying to tell a bunch of East Christians that Israel is the best friend of Christians and being booed off the stage literally because they knew it wasn't true. Um, what else? Let me just get to that playlist. If, uh, if, if, this, is real. Hmm? if this call happens to hang up here, uh, oh. call me back on my regular number. Okay, I will. The next, the next one is 60 Minutes. It's amazing. 60 minutes. Just go, you know, you can go to YouTube, type in 60 Minutes, Israeli persecutes children, uh, children, Christians and children. Um, the next one is Allison Weir, in history of how the U.S. was used to create Israel. The next one is Noam Chomsky on Israel and the and the, uh, and the whole world situation. Um, the next one, this is great, Blue Pilgrimage Called Within Israel is the name of the series, uh, and it's Sight to Hate, and it's Blackwashing and Sexwashing. I don't know if you understand what he means. Blackwashing, as in pretending to not be racist, right? Sex washing, pretending to not be sexist. Uh, one of the things this guy points out is that in Israel, 51% of people polled believe that 
not rape if you know the guy or you know so that's really where they're at with you know civility you know what I'm saying right and and then there's a whole list on Herzl and Zionism Theodore Herzl of course the founder of Zionism Uh, another title of this was the anti-Semitic side of Zionism excellent stuff um you know, again, the stuff you were never told. I was never told. Uh, next, we have Rabbi Rabbi David White, and that and that's on Judaism, Israel, and Zionism. Um, and then Jim Condit Jr. and his video is called "The Final Solution to Adolf Hitler," just about how the Nazis and the Zionists were all really closely working together, and they were all under the banks, right? The banking elite. Um, and loyalties would shift back and forth from Hitler to Stalin. He talks about all that. Um, and then uh, and then I kind of added on the end um, the one with David Cole in Auschwitz telling the true story. And it's really simple. We've been lied to. We've been had. You know. So, uh, love is all the way. Hate Israel just about all the way, too. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.